Alrighty, guys. Are we ready to dive deep into Marvel last year? This is yeah, this is probably Bri's favorite Bri's favorite subject. Oh, definitely. 100%. Bri, if you're listening, we did this for you. Look, I'm sorry you couldn't be here to talk about all your favorite movies. Um, <laughs> yeah, she was so excited for this. <laughs> very, very excited. Um, well, she yeah, couldn't make we, it. She was supposed to be here. Yeah, yeah. She was supposed uh, okay. to be here. She she absolutely loves Eternals, uh, particularly. Uh, okay, that would be a good thing to talk about today. Yeah, didn't you say yeah, it was yeah, better yeah. than Dark Knight? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she said it was better than The Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she said it was better than uh, I'm thinking. In, uh, I'm thinking of ending things. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Man in Motion podcast. Um, we're here today. We're joined by Rashid, as usual, and hello, hello. also welcome, we're welcoming back uh, our previous special guest, Arman Haq. He's not hey. a special guest anymore. Hello, guys. <laughs> so was just the usual <laughs> guest, the, the, oh, sorry, the, I'm, the I'm standard the, guest. I'm not the special guest, am I? <laughs> no, no. You, you, Rashid, you're a regular, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you're, a, you're a home guest. You're, you're a home yeah. member. Yeah, he's, he's a host. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Okay, so today we're going to look back on last year and everything that Marvel made last year, particularly mm. the MCU, um, and just going to basically do a quick rundown of everything they made. They, they made nine different things, um, mm. I believe four TV shows, five TV shows mm. and four movies, right? So we're going to go through everything. Uh, this will probably be a two-part podcast um so yeah let's let's get right into it starting with wandavision do you, does anybody want to start off wandavision i was so yeah. we're gonna go we're gonna go through the movies one by one do yeah we're gonna go through everything one by one yeah. can i just say like an overarching thing just like sure we get, yeah, yeah like we were i think we were given a real treat last we year were, with, with nine nine pieces of material um especially after like a, a whole year of nothing from marvel or, yeah. like a year or two so yep. and then not only that they announced like a whole heap of stuff last year as well yeah. uh stuff that is very left field um and also the the dawn or the introduction of the first Mar- the first marvel tv show and of course the first marvel animation as well mcu yeah. animation yeah. um so they've really just expanded and exploded this year yeah. um so and then yeah starting with wandavision which i'm sure you saying muhammad is one of your most one of the most interesting things from Marvel you've seen so far, yeah. is that right? Yeah, I think. Look, I, I'll, I'll say this about One Division, and then I'll, I'll, I'll kind of throw back to you guys. Yeah. The first probably four or five episodes of One Division, I can't really remember exactly how many, but first four or five episodes mm-hmm. were probably some like some of the best stuff that Marvel has ever made. Mm. Honestly, it was so interesting. It was so different. Um, I love the format and I'm a huge fan of those kind of 60s shows that mm. it was all based on. So like, you know, Bewitched and, uh, you know, um, what's it called? Uh, I forget now. The Brady Bunch and all that mm-hmm. stuff, right? So uh, it, 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 I thought it was so cool. And the, the, the fact that they kind of had the courage to go as slowly as they did throughout mm. that show, um, I, I, I just loved it. And then... The second half of the show, 
mm-hmm. for like the last two or three episodes was probably some of the most disappointing stuff that Marvel's ever done. <laughs> so it was that's, kind of this very bittersweet thing for me. Yeah, that's interesting because um, I have that kind of feeling as well with a lot of stories where they try something very new and unusual, um, and then there's just a lot of whenever they introduce the backstory or like try to actually put it back into the story, I'm like, I'm actually not interested in this. I'm actually just yeah. really interested in you trying these crazy things and these unusual things. And I yeah. thought it was really fun. It was really interesting. Everyone had their um, detective caps on. Uh, yeah. when it came to, I think that was what a lot of the interesting parts of, of the first, first bits of it. Um, it there were some cool. very exciting theories that came along, especially yeah. with the introduction of, of, of Ralph Bone or, or Quicksilver. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. There you go. Yeah. And Rashid, I think you were telling me that the way they ended that show was not how they originally planned to end that show. Um, exactly. So initially, um, WandaVision was supposed to um, directly tie into Doctor Strange um, in the multiverse of right. madness. And right. because of COVID, um, Benedict couldn't come in and finish a lot of the scenes that they wanted to film. Right. And they had to completely change the last two episodes. Um, and it oh, ended wow. up being completely different. And, um, you know, the whole fight at the end between Agatha and Wanda like that wasn't initially in the script they completely right. removed it and uh, put mm. in what we saw and um, I think that was one of the more disappointing aspects of the show for me personally mm. um, like because they kept building up the entire show to be a very personal story for Wanda and I expected it to be a more um, not necessarily a grand ending but something more you know impactful but what mm. we got was yeah it just wasn't the best way to end it <laughs> yeah. yeah they went back to their classic laser yeah, battles didn't they I, th- yeah. I think that's exactly the feeling like I remember watching the first few things like this doesn't feel very Marvel like I'm seeing a lot of Marvel characters yeah uh, and then I was kind of expecting it to come back to like oh yeah eventually we'll come back to those big fight scenes and they did at the end they um, did. But it's interesting to see that that wasn't the original plan. That was just, you know. Can I just say, the, the whole Agatha plotline mm-hmm. is probably the worst plotline I've, I've ever watched in anything ever. Hey, we got it's, that really, so, really catchy so song, didn't we? Oh, I can, please, I hate that song. That, they tried to, like, it, it, that felt even more insulting. It was like, oh, well, we know this is bad, and we're telling you it's bad, and we're going to make a song about it. And it, it's it, like, no, that doesn't make it any better. That makes it worse. Well, it's funny, because when you think about it as well, it really wasn't Agatha's fault. <laughs> a lot of it was because Agatha all along, not really. It was still Wanda that decided yeah, it, to make this reality <laughs> and trap everyone in it. It just so happened that she, oh, not so happened, but she was just in it, really, like, influencing yep. it minorly it's yeah, really it's funny really... how that song like um <laughs> conceived a whole spin-off for uh, for um agatha like she's getting her own uh, agatha uh, has a spin-off show yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's kind so of weird. dumb isn't it it's so dumb why is she a character, <laughs> even, she a character? even in the comic books she doesn't really have a story she's mainly um she's an old woman who torments Wanda in the comic books, right? She doesn't really right. have her own story. So it's really right. weird how, how um, Disney's trying to um, pander to the stands online and make an yeah. entire story just for Surely him. that can't be the only reason. Like, well, the, like, I feel like they are just trying to make side stories for all these random characters. Like, for example, they, apparently they're making a side story for um, 
for Echo now. That the, yeah. uh, the, death, Echo the deaf woman Echo from Hawkeye. Echo is a really big character in the comic books. Like, I know, she, but it's like like her story is actually really important, and um, oh. I, I think they need to make a story for her. But the way they um, what, um, introduced her in Hawkeye was very um, uninteresting. Strange. Like, it, it, it wasn't sure. what I expected. Like. You know, right. you're supposed to care for the characters that they're going to introduce, but mm. for yeah. some reason, like, it just didn't click. And um, I hope, you know, with new writers, they would change it for her yeah. own show, but, yeah. Mm. All right. So, uh, are we are we done with WandaVision? Do you, do you guys want to... Uh, um, do you guys want to maybe let's let's see if, let's let's see if we can do this. Yeah, do you yeah. guys want to give a rating for every every piece of material as oh. we go through? Do you want to do you want to start, Arman? What's your rating that, that, out of ten? That, that's hard for, for me Vision. to do when it comes to when it comes to numbered rating. I can I can <laughs> say that I felt like they tried a lot of things and I really liked it and they executed it very very well and very interestingly. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I'm probably going to give everything really a, a, a relatively high rating. You know, a good okay. eight, eight or a nine for and a lot of these things. For what? Yeah. So an eight or no, no, come, come on. Yeah, like, let's, let's give it an eight. Let's give it for, an eight for one division. All right, uh, Rashid, on a, what's yeah, and maybe a nine for for how they the first few episodes of how they push yeah, that yeah. and really put that good vibe. Yeah, yeah, Rashid. Uh, for me, it's harder to quantify things like Armand said. Yeah. Like you know, yeah. quantifying it into a particular score out of ten. But yeah. um, I would say. I would say around a seven, maybe. Okay, if I was that's to fair. Quantify, yeah. I'd, I'd I'd give like the first five episodes a good nine, and the last few episodes like a good two. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so average that out if you will. But yeah, like yeah. that that's kind of my feeling of it. That yeah. the, the start enough. of it was so amazing, and I actually really loved it. And I was kind of looking at it, going, "Wow, if this is the way Marvel's going to go, then this is very impressive." And mm. then it kind of just went back on itself, which is disappointing. Can I just so, say, yeah. like, some of it, um, yeah, yeah, sorry, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, yeah, we, we might see more of it because the TV shows. It was a very first TV show, and it was very experimental. And it probably yeah. marked an introduction to, hey, like, let's do some different stuff with the TV shows. And all yeah. the TV shows we've seen have had very different vibes. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if um, that kind of vibe comes back. It's a very unusual vibe, and I don't think it's necessarily repeatable. Um, yeah. But, like, still different stuff. I still think we're going to get different stuff. Yeah, yeah. going off what Amran said, um, I feel like they were learning as well as they made these shows and yeah. some of the like one particular show we'll talk about later on um i think really succeeded where one division failed and mm, um right i think you guys know what i'm talking about so yeah. <laughs> I, I think we do we'll get we'll, it very we'll, soon <laughs> we'll get to it okay so the next thing the next one right up, straight after one division basically mm. was falcon and the winter soldier mm-hmm. um i'll just say straight off the bat I have completely forgotten Falcon and the Winter Soldier because it was so forgettable. It was really like it felt a bit like a nothing show to me. I'll say my point with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, I actually really loved it. Uh, really? Yeah, and the thing is, um, you know, I'll admit it. I actually hadn't watched any Captain America movie. Um, Wait, what? Oh, you're until kidding. this was the very first Captain America material I watched. Um, oh, really so when I watched, yeah. <laughs> so when I watched it. Uh, of course, I needed to fill in a few blanks, but I was like, "Wow, this is Marvel! Marvel can make shows which are just like, just like, a sleep, like just like a sleeper agent show." It was just like it picked the genre, like you know that yeah, American yeah. War, that spy story genre, and yeah. it like 
just put superheroes in it. And I think if you remove the superhero element from it, um, there was some a lot of really good material in it. I like I really, really liked that kind of side story with John Walker and how that ended up with him. Um, yeah. And then that actually made me like, okay, I'm gonna watch the Captain America movies, and I watched, um, you know, from Captain America to Civil War, no, Winter yeah. Soldier, Civil War, uh, and yeah. I, and I came away with like, yeah, these probably have to be my favorite, kind of in the series, and and like yeah. they kept the formula. Um, yeah. So I actually I really liked it. There was a few things that I was just like, yeah, okay, that could have been better in like in in the writing and decision making. But in terms of like theme and tone, yeah, I, yeah, I think they did some. There were some some yeah some funny things in how they viewed like terrorists and stuff like that. And they tried to make like a a righteously ambiguous character, but then they did that silly things like, oh yeah, he's good, but then he's gonna go kill a child. <laughs> it's like, oh, he's <laughs> ambiguous. So is it good or bad? I'm like, oh come on, <laughs> that's that's yeah. not how you do it. Um, but. Uh, overall, I thought the theme and tone was, was something I, I vibed off, especially as a TV show. When when you, you, you your expectations are a bit different. Um, yeah. yeah, I think that's an interesting point because yeah. I think definitely for me and Rashid, we'd already seen all the other movies, right? So yeah. you're coming into this with an expectation of like, okay, are they going to return to that mm. kind of mood and vibe that they had throughout the Captain America trilogy? Yeah, and I guess they did, but mm. it was just not as good, and mm. that's probably why i'm the mo- i'm at, as disappointed as i was in the show Rashid, wh- what are your thoughts um i'm kind of um like you like i enjoyed it more than one vision um but right, like okay. clearly there were a lot of areas that could have improved on like the villain wasn't necessarily mm. um what do you call exciting or uh, right. relatable like, I found it really hard to believe that a 16 year old like would run around as a terrorist blowing up buildings and you know it was really yeah. jarring but um, I enjoyed the arc that they gave um, Sam and Bucky uh, like yeah I, I definitely enjoyed Bucky's yeah, arc that's it shot. was like a natural progression from um, the Captain America movies and um, yeah that was I think where I really enjoyed the series the most yeah yeah, definitely. But yeah, I look overall. I just, I just found it pretty forgettable. I can't. <laughs> I I remember that one shot where when um, when John Walker chases down one of those guys and and kills him in the middle of like the square of all the people and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's just like the blood on the shield and that. And I just remember thinking, all right, this is pretty cool. And then after that, the show kind of just moseyed along. Um, and yeah, yeah, I, don't know. I think, yeah, it's been a while since I watched it, but yeah, I remember thinking that they were kind of like dwell on that for a little bit more. Um, but things kind of very quickly moved on from that point, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think a lot of these shows also have the intention of propping up or introducing a lot of characters, like, yeah, with WandaVision at the end, we've got now the introduction of witchcraft and we've got White Vision. You know, which maybe that's even something worth talking about because that was an interesting point that came from it. Um, yeah. The white vision, um, and then now we've got Wanda looking into the this this book, um, and then Falcon and the Soldier. Of course, we've got the new Captain America and Fa- and Winter Soldier, um, or yeah. or uh, it was actually going to be Captain America and White Wolf, um, yeah. but I think they they wanted to make it more of an impact, so they just made it Captain America um, and the Winter Soldier. Um, yeah. Or then, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, and then what was it? And also the introduction of John Walker, 
um, yeah. which which is being built up with Valentina. So like, there's a yeah. lot of plot lines that they're all introducing. Can someone tell me who this character is, Valentina? All right, Russian? so. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm the go-to guy, you. aren't I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, in the comics, she's um, she was a Shield agent, but she's also Madame Hydra. So she was part of Hydra as well. Hydra, and, right? Um, I think they've changed it up a bit for the MCU, where they they want to make her the Nick Fury type um, to assemble the Dark Avengers. Mm. Um, okay. So what are the Dark Avengers? What does that mean? All right. So the Dark Avengers are more of a black ops like a special forces type of avengers that have no boundaries and they they're basically like the suicide squad um that's the best way i could explain okay yeah okay interesting i like that so but they'll still be doing good stuff just maybe in a bad way um (laughs) not necessarily like they are forced to do a lot of the things that um the government wants them to do um, like they right. don't want to be there. It's okay. it's exactly like the Suicide Squad, but I, right. I feel okay. like the main difference is, um, like they don't have a a, a bomb in their a head. A bomb in their <laughs> ne- yeah. Okay, fair so enough. So yeah. they they all have their own reasons for for being there, but most of them are forced to be there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Interesting. Which is an interesting like going on from John Walker. Like, he was just a soldier, and literally he was, like, a very highly decorated soldier. And then in the role of Captain America, it's a very, like, goodness, righteous kind of role. He just did exactly what he did as a soldier. He killed a guy. He was, you know, aggravated. That's just what he did and got rewarded for it. But then in this context, he got punished for it. Um, yeah. So then it, was, it, it kind of goes on. It makes a lot of sense why he would he would be the U.S. agent for, for something like, it's like an underground Avengers that it's, like, it's we're needed, but, yeah. you know, people don't want to... People don't want to give us credit or acknowledge we exist. And Yelena, I think, I think that I guess that's probably the next show that we'll yeah, yeah, to. yeah, yeah. She's part we'll of. We'll talk about well. her. Yeah. We'll talk about her next and, as well. Uh, if you guys want to know a funny fact, um, Norman Osborn sure. is also a part of the team. <laughs> Norman Osborn, yeah, in, in the comics mm. at least. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So he he get, he steals um, one of Tony Stark's um, armor, and he mm. c- calls himself the Iron Patriot. Ah, yeah, and, interesting. Um, he leads okay. the Dark Avengers. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Okay, interesting. Alrighty, so what's next? Is it so it is Russia? Black. Sorry, did Black Widow come first or Loki? Um, I'm pretty sure it was Loki and then Black Widow. Okay, yeah. we'll we'll do it in that order then. Yeah, June, uh, July. That's what it looks like on this post. I'm looking at Loki then Black Widow. All right, there you go. Alrighty, so. Loki, who wants to start on this? Because okay, my goodness, I, go? I think we're all very impressed. Yeah, Rush it go. I this is my favorite MCU um, show that came out this year. Mm. I yeah. loved it. It it was it was everything that One Division tried to be but failed. Um, yeah. Like it tried to do new things, and it also stayed within the same formula of the MCU without trying to be too different, which is yeah. why I think it really nailed the ending as well. Like. Every single episode, like, kept me um, mm. at the edge of my seat. Like, everything yeah. had... A, like, even the cliffhangers, it didn't feel too forced or, um, what do you call, unnecessarily just shoved in. Everything had a purpose. And yeah. the characters, mm. my God, the, each character, like, was really fun to watch. <laughs> I think that I was the biggest story. difference. Like, the characters were charming. Like, you, exactly. just, you just put them in a room by themselves and... You just love, you know, Owen Wilson's character and, and, and Loki's character. It's just fantastic just watching them then interact. Such great chemistry and talking. 
I think that was the biggest difference with, with Loki exactly. and, and definitely can't underestimate how important it is to just have really, really strong characters. Yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah, like, like I said, Owen Wilson was just fantastic. There's <laughs> no there's no better uh, actor for that role. Um, and yeah, like I said, Rashid, it was, it was a very different show, but it stayed within kind of what the MCU felt like. Um, and... I think that that was just that was what the biggest success was, and everybody loves Tom Hiddleston as Loki. Yeah, um, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, he's just fantastic, isn't he? And um, and I just I love I like I said I I love the way it ended as well. It ended in I guess a very a much smaller way, uh, or a much like less a less showy way than mm. WandaVision did. So it, it ended in, in in a way that respected what the show had done throughout the entire thing. It ended in a very Loki show way, <laughs> I guess, yeah. rather than just reverting back to yeah. like a big laser battle or something. You know? It was great. So. That final, like the final fight was really very, you know, conflict, you know, Loki, yeah. Loki and other Loki, Sylvie. Yeah, um, Sylvie, that's and right. And then, yeah. um, but with the biggest implications, because I think this was really the start, right? This was the one where like, yep, this is happening. The multiverse mm. is happening, and this is the massive implications from it. Now, literally, every single evil version of myself is gonna come, <laughs> and like, mm. so that and if you that think would about be... it, yeah. And if you think about it, like, if it wasn't for what happened in the last episode for um, Loki, we wouldn't get No No Way Home or Doctor Strange too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, there so, you go. Yeah, exactly. What if? Yeah. What are these things? Yeah. Even what if? Like. Um, mm. or, like, this show had so many implications. It was really funny. Like, when I went online after the finale um, aired, everyone was, like, yeah. talking about, oh, you know, it was just a 50-minute exposition dump. Um, like, you know, there was nothing interesting. They're just talking, sitting at a table. I'm like, Wait, that, that's what made the ending so great. Yeah, like, talking is fun. Exactly. <laughs> I like, love talking. <laughs> it was like telling, like them talking to us, the audience, and telling us what's been going on, like, from the start to the end. And us understanding everything like filling in all the blanks it was really fun um yeah yeah it was fun well, there's there's one episode i want to talk about and i actually really sure. like the episode um okay. but but it has a, a plot point which really irked me um okay. but sure. it, some people actually don't like it some people are like oh that was a weird episode but the episode sure. where the episodes where where sylvie and loki were stuck on the planet that was being destroyed yeah and yep it was just like, because the only objective was them to was to get off this planet. It was a kind of this self-contained right. thing, and it just seemed impossible. And then they just kept going and trying thing after thing after thing, and it fails after fails, and it fails. And of course, it's like the opportunity now for Loki and Sylvie to actually get, each, get to know each other and talk yeah. about each other's backstory. So they had that kind of B-plot as well. Yeah. Uh, but I was actually so excited when they had the cliffhanger um, and like the, the ship exploded and they couldn't yeah. get on it. And like that was their last hope. And I was like, oh, this is going to be so cool. Like, literally, the only thing that they can do now is literally make a Nexus event that's bigger than a planet exploding. And like, this yeah. is so cool. What are they going to do? What's going to happen? How can these two people actually contribute to being more influential than a planet exploding? Right. And then the result was them falling in love with each other. I'm like, really? Like, was that... Was that I the thing? Like was that what was gonna happen? <laughs> you know what? I don't mind it actually yeah, because it, the whole point the whole point was that it's not them falling in love with each other. It's them like it's you're falling in love with yourself because they're a variant <laughs> a of each other, right? Isn't it? 
Yeah, it's it like the ultimate narcissism. So it's like that I makes feel sense. like. But is that really yeah. is that really bigger than a planet exploding and everyone? Probably dying? not. Probably not. <laughs> You're right there, but probably not. Uh, look, we talked about it in the Spider-Man episode. Marvel plots are a little bit nonsense. I think you're gonna have to just. I think we have to put up with that at some point, uh, even in the really good uh, Marvel shows and stuff. So, uh, look, I don't mind it that much. Yeah. Alrighty, so let's move on to Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Who wants to start with this one? <laughs> okay, I'll start because I have a bit more sure. positive things to say, maybe about it. Oh god! I'll okay, start with sure. the positives, okay? Um, right, sure. If you can find any. I thought that there was some really cool, you know, vibes at the very beginning. Like that very okay. interesting thing, it just like the sleeper cell and kind of does. It's even like the, the title sequence is probably actually really good. I actually really oh, yeah. enjoyed watching that That's title true. sequence. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was really cool. <laughs> I love how we started with the title sequence as a you know, Yeah, you know you're scraping the bottom of the barrel when <laughs> the positive for the film is. Yeah, it was a nice title sequence. <laughs> uh, but the second one is I really like Yelena as a character. Uh, oh, yeah, she was and, and my favorite scene was actually that dinner scene um, yeah. when they're just there because they have to be there um but and then they're like trying to like oh yeah the family's back together um and then you know black widow's like we weren't even a real family and yelena's like it was to me like that i i felt we were a real family and then like they're all trying to like this weird are we family are we not family situation i liked that scene i felt there was a lot of heart in that scene um but yeah the rest of it i actually watched it twice uh, and the reason How did you do that? It, so I watched it. I watched it once with the studio. Uh, oh right! And, and I was like, okay, yeah. And then everyone just watched it. And I did tell people like, look, I don't really want to watch it again. And then like the second time around, it was kind of that same kind of. Ah, I've got to go through. Right. I've got to go yeah. through this again. Um, but like, there was some <laughs> moments of heart which I felt I really liked. Even the conversation with Yelena and Black Widow when they're like yeah. at the convenience store or something. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. That, that was nice. I think there were those nice moments. Um, yeah. but, but I like, I think the best thing to come from it is Yelena as a character. Yeah. I think she's very, yeah, char- very charming, very witty, much more interesting than the the secret seductive assassin um, kind of character as Black Widow. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, which wasn't bad. I say it in that way, but it, it, it was. she had some good moments as well. Um, yeah. And we'll talk about it later, but yeah. she was probably one of the main positives of Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> it's great yeah. seeing her there. Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I think you're right that the the only main positive were kind of the character interactions, but particularly between um, what was the dad? What was the dad? The dad's uh, red yeah, guardian. The red guardian. Yeah, that guy. He, they, like there were some funny moments, that's for sure. Um, but overall, particularly the third act was just complete garbage. Um, I would have loved to see like an Incredibles kind of thing. Incredibles is one of my favorite. Yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah. That would have been cool. Yeah. But yeah, it just fell flat flat on its face, I think. Mm. Rashid? Uh yeah, same. Um I really loved loved the um the intro, the title sequence. That was really <laughs> <laughs> We're going back to that. Um, no, like, it was cool. I like one of no, the best like, actually. Yeah, it, it was really cool cuz the the song choice, like that was really interesting as well. I really loved it and um it yeah. really shows the tone that Kate Shortland was trying to go for. Um mm. and I could see that throughout the first two acts and then during the third yeah. act, um, I feel like someone at Marvel was, was like, "All right, you know what, um, Kate, you're gonna 
can you just step aside for a sec? But let the um, stunt coordinators take over. And yeah. <laughs> I feel like the stunt team directed the last part of the movie. Yeah. And, Kate, um, there's not enough explosions. <laughs> we need more explosions. Oh, explosions and falling from the sky. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it just, it's a shame because um, I was really looking forward to um, a Black Widow solo movie um, for a really yeah. long time. And Well, yeah. Well, that's the other part about it, right? This is like four years too late. It, it, yeah, um, it is. It, it's... It should have come out a really long time ago, like maybe during Phase Two. It should have come out uh, like after Civil War, like straight it, after Civil I, War. I'd argue even it. before that. Um, oh, as in a completely different. Yeah, a completely different story. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. was just. It was. It felt forced. Like, <laughs> like they made this movie for the sake of making it, and the character's yeah. dead as well. And yeah, that's spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, there was just so many missed missed opportunities with this. Um, yeah, I I say that as well. Like, and and I say the same thing with another movie which gets a lot of flack. Um, Captain Captain Marvel is that yeah, Captain Marvel. Yeah. Uh, missed opportunities. Like, uh, there was so much. Yeah. Like, I I was actually like for me with Captain Marvel, it was similar. Um, I went in not really expecting anything, but I was really excited by the first half, like the first 20 minutes of the movie, like the first act. I'm like, wow, yeah, a movie yeah. that's about intergalactic battles, but it's about personal struggle, you know, personal yeah. relationships, per- overcoming personal things. And then, you know, at the end, there was, you know, that message wasn't, didn't come through. Same thing with Black Widow. I'm like, wow, I've never seen a movie with this tone, this vibe. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, it just, it, it didn't deliver. No. Um, but, you know, we got, got some good stuff from it, so... And just yeah. to um, interject from that, um, there's a lot of there's a reason why a lot of these solo movies don't work for me. Um, like, I believe it was like around the Winter Soldier when Marvel stopped using um, film cameras to start to shoot the movies, and they started using a lot of digital cameras to oh, film. Right. Okay. So that's yeah. why when you see a lot of the movies um, post Winter Soldier, like they all look the same. And yeah. um, it doesn't have that film look anymore. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. even even the the shots that he, that you use in Captain Marvel and Black Widow, it's always wide angle shots. It's n- they don't use um, close um, portrait shots anymore, and that's mm. a big reason why it just doesn't feel like a movie. Like a lot of people say, oh, why do Marvel movies not look like movies anymore? That's the reason yeah. why. Like they completely changed. Um, the gear and equipment they use, and it gives a very video gamey look. Um, yeah, they've it, got a very cookie cu- exactly. cookie kind of style, mm-hmm. and yeah. especially like with No Way Home, um, the CGI was really good. All right, the problem is like when you have phenomenal CGI mixed with really bad camera work, that yep. doesn't mix well. <laughs> I don't no. know. Yeah, it's like no matter how hard a CG artist works, it does a phenomenal job. If the camera work isn't good, it's not going to look mm. good. That, that's yeah. probably something. It's interesting you pointed that out. Like something that actually talked interested in me in Falcon and Winter Soldier, and it was probably very fitting because of the the toned down nature of the film. Was there yep. was a lot of those close ups, a lot of those really um, you know really nice short shots. So I don't know if they had a different DOP that really wanted to focus on that. Um, but the one that I want to kind of focus on is the the debriefing scene between Bucky and his therapist or oh, yes. yeah, rehab yeah. and like the shots go like really, really far 
and they're like it's really rewired they're like they're sitting across the room and then as the yeah. conversation gets more and more intense it gets closer and closer and closer and they get super close that the framing is it's literally just the eye just like the eyeball yeah. of the character with like a yeah. super um, macro not really macro lens but like a like a large distortion um in, in like a field of view in that uh and i was like this is like I've missed this. I haven't seen this in like exactly. a big superhero <laughs> movie for a while. Uh, yeah. But maybe that's just me not familiar with the with the natural toned down nature of the Captain America movies anyway. Yeah. No, yeah. no, you're completely right because a lot of the Disney Plus shows actually have more freedom to experiment with the mm. equipment they have. Whereas the movies, yep. they don't have that freedom. They need to use the same standardized um, The standardized stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Which is why like when the um, when you see Black Widow and spe- specifically the final act, it's very um, green screeny, and it, you know you can immediately oh, tell like, a lot of the practical work is basically non-existent. And yeah, yeah, and, and that's not to say that the CGI was bad, because I don't believe CGI is ever bad. Everyone works to you know mm-hmm. their optimal. Um, what do you call it? the best they work to the best and yeah. Yeah. It, it's always down to the camera work which is very yeah. unfortunate I, I hope you're not over- overcompensating and trying to be a bit more <laughs> no 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 I'm usually very harsh for camera work anyway so yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> no that's, that's great I, I'd say um we, we, when it comes to CG, I will say that there is there is bad CG that you kind of see like so I think you're right you can focus on the camera work and you're right the VFX artists do um, focus really hard, but also don't doubt that um, bad CGI usually comes down to just not enough time that's able to be put on the shots. You're like, yep, there's sometimes a very good enough move on kind of attitude. Um, yeah. yeah. So like I do like looking at some things, even some shots in, in, in No Way Home when they're like being sent off, I'm like, oh, is, is that it? Like we're not going to work it anymore. Like it's finished. <laughs> like, mm. um, but they, oh my God. But they... <laughs> That Ar- Armand, are yeah. you uh, are you bagging out your studio? Yeah, <laughs> no, it just comes down to the amount of time, like artist time. Like artist time is is the yep. the main factor. Um, but but one thing, it does make you a lot more forgiving, like forgiving of of bad CGI because you know why, you know why. Yeah, and, and if stuff, the, if you the, know, you can't yeah. really. Yeah, and if if yeah. the story if the story carries it, everything else carries it, then it, it's quite good. But it's interesting because yeah. it's interesting because I've got that perspective from CG, um, and then you've got that perspective from from camera. Uh, yeah. And let's see how, like, both of them, like, we're both kind of saying there is some kind of, like, like factors where they're kind of well, pushing I back. I think the it, solution yeah. is, uh, I'm going to speak up for Barai because she's not here. I think the solution <laughs> is to get rid of all these crappy CGI movies. Uh, and let's go back to the 50s. Nah, you'll be right? surprised, bro. The 50s had a lot of <laughs> a lot of visual effects. Matt painting, Lots, a lot pushing. of special effects. That's no, true. They, they did. did. Yeah, and the thing is, they it's the did. most subtle. Anyway, this is not a conversation about VFX. Right, and we'll, we'll, we'll move on. We'll move on from Black Widow and visual effects. Uh, okay, so the next thing I haven't seen. Uh, mm, I'm okay, assuming both of you have. Yeah. Uh, what if? Yeah. So I'm going to just throw it to you guys. Um and you guys can talk about what if, but try to keep it spoiler free because I haven't seen. Oh, you can't! So. You can't! You can't keep it spoiler free. Oh no! Free. Oh uh, no! <laughs> but we'll try, what we will we'll try do. Our best. Yeah, we'll try, <laughs> we'll try our, best. our best. We'll keep to what All we've right. seen, in, what you can assume from it, uh, and the, uh, the okay. big ticket Armand, things. You want to go? Or? Um, and I'm happy for you to take take the role. Uh, you know, yeah, take the I'll lead go this ahead. One. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's not the best um, of the Disney Plus shows, but yeah. it was very right. experimental. You know, being the first animated project from. Um, Marvel Studios. Um, 
I, I feel like they took some bold risks, specifically in, I think, the first four or five episodes. And, um, yeah, like, a lot of them are alternate storylines, like, you know, how things would have played out differently had s specific events happened or not happened. And they really play into those ideas. And because it's animated, you can do a lot of things that you can't do in live action. Yeah. Um, yeah, and... Um, Without spoiling anything, uh, episode four and I believe episode five are my favorites. And mm -hmm. if you've seen them, you'll know why. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just gonna have a look at the episode list again. <laughs> I think I think now I'm I'm like exci I I want to go and watch this. Yeah. I think, after. Uh, yeah. Go. Yeah. On. After we after we record this podcast, I'm gonna go and watch an yeah, episode. episode four and five. Yeah, yeah. No, I know talking about now. And um, the the good thing about stories like this is that there's they they're so varied with each of the episodes you're going to find something exactly. you like like i know yep. some people if they like one episode they didn't like another episode but they, they're still fine an episode which they and like of course four and five i feel appeal a lot to when it comes to what people are used to seeing from from marvels or really hard-hitting stories um yep. and then six was a missed opportunity uh such Wait, a which popular one was character. six again six was um killmonger Oh, that one. Yeah. That was a bit weird, wasn't such, it? Yeah, such a popular character. And I think everyone loved him in the end of Captain... Sorry, um, Black, Black, Black Panther. Black Panther. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so they had to bring him back, but it was... Um, yeah, this could have done so much more. Like, uh, oh, I felt like... Oh, a lot, I love the Ultron one. Yeah, of course. The, there's that was really cool, yeah. There's an, that, that had a very good vibe as well. Exactly, disaster, yeah. disaster movie, apocalypse movie. Um <laughs> But yeah, in terms of just more general about what if, I, I mirror a lot of your, your thoughts. Like, it was a first TV show. They tried a lot of things. I feel like the director of every episode would intentionally made it chose a different genre. So the first mm. one was a very war movie. The second one was a heist movie, which <laughs> is the fun heist movie. Uh, <laughs> and then the third one was um, a, a mystery. It was like, uh, who done it? Like, who did it? Who's oh, doing all this yeah. stuff? Uh, and it was, it was very cool so like, like they jump between genres and, and the fact that they don't need to really care too much what happens at the end of the episodes being you know I guess this is something we'll talk about more and we could talk about more self-contained as in the implications are only are very much this episode um, that's why I like shorts a lot they can kind of do what they want and end it in the way that they want to exactly um, but yeah and the, the best thing as well this coming off of Loki just gave us such a, a, a treat just like um a popcorn kind of filler to like what if you know a now sneak that peek into the multiverse yeah exactly now that loki did this like this is what could happen and it, feel, right. it feels like i was saying this to some before it feels like the the secret cutscene that you unlock when you 100 percent a game it's like <laughs> right. you, you can yeah. only watch this if you watched every single other marvel thing because it touched yeah. on every single marvel movie that came out um, right. in some way um right. and uh it's just like a reward it's like you know what happens you've got these things here have this nice extra cutscene and unlockable skin uh, and that's what i liked about it it felt like a nice little celebration a nice little fun what if um yeah and we're actually going to are going to see more of this um with or maybe Strange maybe too. with marvel zombies right. being um, oh okay is that a, is that kind of a a, a continuation uh, i don't know if it's continuation. from what i heard it's yeah. it's not going to be a direct continuation uh, from the what are they going to do the original are they going to do the original marvel zombies like that's what i heard yeah uh, that's correct okay, yeah so that, that, the, that's the one with different. the zombies actually thinking and talking and uh, they consume, remember that one consume, yeah and they consume, and they consume <laughs> <Exactly>. the universe <laughs> yeah that one and uh, also 
What If also connects to Doctor Strange too. So if you haven't seen it, you get, yeah. better get on it soon. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna watch that. I'm gonna watch that right after this. Let's move on before you guys spoil anything. <laughs> um, this will probably be the end of part one of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so. This was great, guys. All right, thanks um, for having me. We're going to continue recording. We're not going anywhere. Did you but want, do you want we'll to do like a summary the, for the end of this episode? Like the, the for the for the stuff we talked yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. So so far, so yeah, so so far we talked about One Division, which was half good, half bad. Uh, Captain, Fa- uh, was Captain Falcon, uh, <laughs> the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which we're kind of a little bit divisive uh, on, I guess, yeah. right? Uh, Loki, which was great. Yeah. Black, Wid- Black Widow, which was crap. We love the title sequence, though. We love the title <laughs> sequence. What a great title sequence. They did bloody good on that. And then, uh, and then What If, which I need to watch. Yeah. Uh, and, so, and what's cool on yeah. What If, like, like I said, we'll be seeing more of it. And they actually are making more animation studios. So What If was actually partly animated in Australia, in, in Sydney. Yep. Oh, fantastic. In the studio here. Uh, and I think they've just signed on a lot more animated product projects of course what if season two um and then spider-man freshman year which is another animated Fantastic. one so um all right if yeah you, cool if you liked that animation we'll, we'll get more um nice but yeah exciting times very exciting times Alrighty, everybody we'll see you in part two for you guys next week for us right now <laughs> so so goodbye everybody see ya